The Rambam tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu established that they should read in the Torah every single Yom Tif about that Yom Tif. And the Rambam describes what is read on Sukkot. He says on the last day of Sukkot we read Kol HaBachoyr. And then the following day we read Vezois HaBrocha. Why do we read Vezois HaBrocha on the last day of Sukkot? So in the Mahzor Vitri it says so that we could celebrate with the Torah that we merited to finish the Torah together with the Simcha of Yom Tif. On, on this Yom Tif specifically the Torah emphasizes the idea of Simcha. So we want to add to the Simcha through the Simcha of Torah. However, says the Rebbe, from the fact that the Rambam tells us this halacha, that we read Vezois HaBrach in continuation to that which Moshe Rabbeinu established to read for every single Yom Tif, it sounds like there's a special connection between Vezois HaBracha and this particular Yom Tif. That is, the Rambam separately tells us about what we read every single Shabbos of the year. And he goes through how we start with Bereshis, going all the way through Vizoyis Habracha up until Sukkot, etc. But it's in this particular place where he's speaking about the halachis of, the, about the Kriyas of Yom Tif, and that it's connected to the Yom Tif that the Rambam tells us about this special idea of reading Vizoyis Habracha in continuation to Shmini Yatzeris, again, separate to what he tells us about how we read every single Shabbos. So it sounds like there's a special connection between the Simcha of Simchas Torah and Shmini Yatzeris and Sukkot, and this is what we're trying to understand, what is the connection. In order to explain this, the Rebbe brings that which Chassidus asks, what is the connection between Simchas Torah and Shmini Yatzeris, why are we celebrating this time of the year? Shavuos was the time the Torah was given to us, why aren't we celebrating then? Chassidus answers that the reason we're celebrating now is because of the Luchas Shniyas, the second set of Luchas that were given on Yom Kippur. However, the Rebbe says, we know that Nigla de Torah and Pnimiyas are really two parts to one whole. The Nigla de Torah is like the body, Pnimiyas is the Neshama, and therefore they're really part of the same thing. So the Rebbe says, we would have, if that's the case, we need to understand, according to Nigla de Torah, there doesn't seem to be a problem, why are we celebrating now? We're celebrating now because we finished the Torah. So what is bothering Chassidus exactly of why it is that we're celebrating now? It's simple, we're celebrating now because we just finished reading the Torah. Now you could come and answer and say, yeah, the question of Chassidus is, why did we set up the Torah in such a way that we're going to finish it now? Why didn't we set it up in a way where we're going to finish it around Shavuos and be able to celebrate then? But the Rebbe says, even though that's a fine, it's true and fine, but really we could say the question is going, that the question of Chassidus applies even if we do finish the Torah on Shemini Yatzeris. Chassidus is still bothered by why are we not celebrating when the Torah was given rather than celebrating now when we're completing the Torah. In other words... Right when the Torah was given, we're really being, being given ready the whole Torah. The Rasag tells us, and Rashi brings this, that in the Aseris Hadibris is included all of Torah. And therefore, seemingly, right when the Torah is given, we were given already the whole Torah, so we should be celebrating Simchas Torah. The Rebbe says this is even more true when we compare it to where we learn out the concept of celebrating for finishing Indian and Torah. The Medrash tells us, Shloy Mahamelech was told by Hashem that he could ask was given choices of things that he could, he could ask for. He asked for wisdom, and the Abishta said he will get wisdom. Shloim HaMelech wakes up in the morning after this vision, 
and he starts suddenly able to understand the language of the animals, the braying of the donkeys, the chirping and tweeting of the birds. goes to and he celebrates to the Abishter. Rabbi Lazar says from here we see that we make a su'udah for completing, uh, completing Inyan and Torah, which I think means what the Rebbe is saying here is that Shleim HaMelech was just given the access or the key to all of Torah, to all, sorry, to all of understanding, and therefore he's already celebrating. Similarly, we go ahead right away, not only when we finish Inyan and Torah, but seemingly it would be more similar to the idea of when we are given the whole key to Torah. The general idea of Shavuos is the idea of Torah. Seemingly, we should be celebrating already. Even though it's only given in a general way, but nevertheless, we should be making the celebration. We even make a celebration when we finish one little, one, one Masechta in Torah. And furthermore, since every single year the ideas of Shavuos are happening again and again on that, on when Shavuos comes around, the Matan Torah is happening again, all of Torah is given to us. So seemingly we should be celebrating right now for the whole Torah. So what is the answer? The difference between Shemiyat Seris and Shavuos is that on Shavuos it was given to us as a gift from above. Whereas on Shemiyat Seris we learned and read the Torah already the whole year, and therefore, we are celebrating for our effort that we have put in, because it's very, very different, something that you're being given only as a gift from above, which sometimes we refer to that as bread of shame, I didn't work for it. The real simcha comes when I was able to put in the effort, I was able to learn, I was able to toil. Now with Shloim HaMelech, it was something that he couldn't have put in the effort to learn and understand by himself, so as soon as he's given this key to be able to understand the language of the animals, he's already celebrating. But with Torah, clearly we could work and toil and learn, and therefore the simcha is never complete if it's only given to us from above. The Rebbe says this is something that even a child could understand. A child is also given all of Torah. Even a one-day-old child is already inheriting all of the Torah. But if he's only inheriting, he understands. He didn't work for it, he didn't understand it, yet he wants to understand it. And his simcha is not going to be complete until he's actually able to learn it and understand it. And therefore the simcha is not complete on Shavuos. Rather, it's only after we went ahead and we learned and we read and understood the Torah. Says the Rebbe, this will also fit with that which Chassidus explains that it's specifically connected with the idea of the Luchis Acharoinois that were given on Yom Kippur. And that's actually why it was established that the Torah should be set up in such a way that it's completed on, on Simchas Torah and on Shemini Yatzeris, and that's when we're starting to read the Torah again. As we asked the question before, why is it set up in this way? Because the general difference between the first set of Luchas and the second set of Luchas is the first set of Luchas were given by Hashem in a way that the Abishter himself made the Luchas and carved the Luchas and, inscri- and inscribed in the Luchas. And this, whereas the second set of Luchas, Moshe Rabbeinu had to carve out, Hashem only wrote on it. And this also is the difference between how it impacted the world and Bnei Yisrael. Regarding the Luchas Rishonis, we are told that if the Luchas weren't be broken, the Yidin would never forget the Torah, and, and Goyim would never be able to rule over Yidin. But in the second set of Luchas, it has the advantage that we have our effort and our toil. In other words, that yes, as far as coming from above is concerned, the first set of luchas are greater, but as far as the toil is concerned, and the work is concerned, there's an advantage in the second set of luchas. And it's therefore, it's specifically in the, by Yom Kippur, and in following from Yom Kippur, when we celebrate Shemini Atzeres and Simchas Torah, we're celebrating the Torah in a way that we worked for it. Now, in Chassidus, there's another explanation of why we're celebrating this time of the year. 
And that is, again, connected to the second set of luchas. The first set of luchas, Chassidus explains, is like the avoid of tzaddikim. Yidin were on the level of tzaddikim when they got it. Because we say that they said Nasa before Nishma and all of the tumor left them. They were standing united. The second set of luchas was already after their tshuva for the Cheto Egel, they're on the level of Bali Tshuva. And therefore, the Simcha on Yom Kippur, uh, following Yom Kippur, is connected to the Simcha of a Bal Tshuva, which is a Kiruv, which is a closeness to Hashem, coming after you much further, and that's a much greater Simcha. Says the Rebbe, this fits very, very well with what we said before, that the idea of celebrating this time of the year is not coming because of something that a gift from above, rather something that we worked for. Because this too is the difference between a Tzadik and a Bal Tshuva. A Tzadik is acting in a way how Hashem had planned him to be right from the outset, the way the natural way of a Yid is meant to be, with the koichas that Hashem gave him to be a tzaddik. Whereas a Balchuva, he messed up. He went against the way the Abishter wanted him to be. And now he's coming back. He's going to serve Hashem with much greater force and much greater chayas. So to the impact on the world, the tzaddik is only dealing with the world a world where he's only revealing godliness in him, but not bringing out a novel idea that's in the world itself. He's only revealing the godliness that's already in the world. Whereas the Balchuva, again, is taken from the absolute negativity and tra- tra- transforming it into something positive, which is, again, the idea of taking from the lowest of the low, in a way of not of bread of shame, where something just being given to him from above, but something that he really worked on, and completely transforming the world, not only revealing in the world, but making the world itself a place for Hashem. So therefore, really, both explanations are really one and the same. It's all about the effort of the person, and coming from the person himself, this is why we're celebrating this time of the year, this is the idea of the second set of luchas. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand the connection to Parshas Bezois HaBrocha. In the beginning of Bezois HaBrocha, speaks about Hashem came from Har Sinai, and Torah Tzivalanu Moishem and Rosh HaKilas which is really about the first set of Luchas. But the very end of the Parsha, the end of the Torah, finishes off with the words, Le'enei Kol Yisroel, which Rashi explains to us is referring to when Moishe Rabbeinu broke the Luchas. And Hashem thanked him for it, because we're speaking about the second set of Luchas and the tremendous advantage that comes as a result of the Tshuva, for which the Yidin are getting the Luchas, and through that reaching much greater depths within Torah itself. Says the Rebbe, that what do we do right after reading Le'en Yikol Yisrael? We start Bereshis Bar Elikim again. What's the idea of Bereshis Bar Elikim? We are becoming partners with Hashem in creation. What's the idea of a real partner? A real partner is someone that's an equal partner, that's doing equal things to the first partner. As far as the tzaddik is concerned, he's not really on the same level of a shutaf. Why? He's only, Hashem is creating the world out of nothing. The tzaddik is only revealing the godliness that's already in the world. But what about the Baal the one who just finished reading Le'eni Kol Yisroel? The second set of luchas where we're coming from, here is the idea that he is going to cause something completely novel in the world. He's almost creating, he's being similar to Hashem, he's becoming a full partner to, in, with Hashem in the creation because he is taking a world that was not the way it's supposed to be, not causing Hashem pleasure and completely transforming it, making it into a new world. And of course Hashem gives every single Yiddukoyach to be able to do this avoid the 100% properly.